I wore socks just for the occasion. <laughs> and makeup, actually. Yeah. Which I was surprised even at myself. <laughs> uh, I know. I put on jeans. Yeah. Yeah, you put on real pants. Yeah. Like real pants. Like real pants. Like pants I don't go hiking in. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's really the line, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> like, like I wouldn't hike in these jeans. I don't know. I might. They're kind of comfortable now. <laughs> I mean, these jeans are very comfortable, but they have too much elastic in them. Mm-hmm. And I have learned that elastic elastic doesn't breathe. Right. And I learned that because I got heat exhaustion playing kickball with skinny jeans on. That makes sense. <laughs> Is that the most on-brand <laughs> story I've told on this <laughs> podcast? Quite possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to go back and replay the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing. You mean that this is the <laughs> last episode? <laughs> My name is Heidi. This is seriously such a fun podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my name is Rory, and I'm graduating high school as valedictorian we're pretty obsessed with books and movies and music and every episode we talk about ones that we enjoy if you want there are spoilers ahead why didn't you leave with that (laughs) we've been talking for like 15 minutes i figured it it was a surprise (laughs) frickity frack i've been stabbed in the back (laughs) We kind of already knew it was coming because yeah, we knew I mean, that we knew the ranks, but I knew you were number one a while ago. Mm-hmm. So, no offense to a lot of people who are not this way, <laughs> you don't seem like a pandemic panicker. You seem <laughs> like a pandemic panic worker. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm gonna get everything done in case I die yeah. instead of everything's over. Yeah, I'm gonna watch The Office. Yeah, <laughs> which <laughs> both responses <laughs> totally fine. Yeah, but I'm in no way surprised. Yeah, yeah. Episode 50. We hey. made it. Good job, us. Wow. <laughs> I mean. I mean. Yeah, no, that's. Yeah. It was the plan a little while ago, but not always the plan. I mean, it was the plan for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> so a while. Yeah. Oh, mm. gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yes, well, quite. Well. What book are we, are we pondering today? <laughs> Futuristic violence and fancy suits. Bye. David Wong. <laughs> Taking it all the way back. Uh, full circle. Yes. Draw draw a little uh, circle around that, that episode list. It's the perfect way to end it. And it's the perfect book to end yeah. on. Unrelated <laughs> to David Wong. Yeah. And I just um before we get like into the book itself, mostly, um, I just need to say that I don't know if this is like an everybody thing or like a just me thing but for some reason i (laughs) this is the book i relate most to in my own head like as i'm reading this i'm like no i'm reading this as me like yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know how i'm like why or how but like this is the most like in my voice in my head book that i've ever read this is in my top four for sure Mm -hmm. I'd have to spend some time. Okay. It's in my top five for sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming we're not counting the book I wrote. <laughs> because yes, that, correct. that <laughs> is the book, to be clear, I read the most in my yeah. voice. <laughs> that 
Yes, correct. <laughs> I mean, actually, to be honest, some sections of it, this is yeah. way more. Like, <laughs> I can hear your voice in this. Like, I feel like it's the Lizzie Bennett overlap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone that self-identifies yeah. as Lizzie Bennett is yeah. going to. Because this really is just. This is very Pride and Prejudice yeah. in, like, a weird way. Except for Darcy <laughs> is her dad and also dead. Yeah. Oh. And also so nothing good. like Darcy. It's not really Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. But somehow. But, you know. Zoe Ash has a lot of. Like, there are so many times where I'm just like, okay, this is me. Like, this is how I would react to this situation. Oh, gosh. Totally. And also, like, it's just so funny. Yeah. (laughs) All David Wong books are funny. Uh, If you haven't read Futuristic Violence and Fancy Suits, it basically follows the daughter of a billionaire who has recently died. And he may or may not have accidentally unleashed a really powerful weapon on society that is now in the hands of the most immature country backwards frat boy oh you can gosh. imagine. Oh my gosh. That moment when <laughs> they say like his real name and she was like, oh, so she close. guessed it was Chad. And it's and, Chet. And it's Chet. And she was like, I was so close. Yeah. And he, and just describing, it's like, he looks like a Chad. Oh my gosh. Him and his little like band of henchmen mm-hmm. remind me so much of, kylo ren's army oh my gosh <laughs> yeah like, they're very knights of ren like i just i can't i just laughing physically out loud laughing yeah. as i'm reading this like oh my gosh yeah so the main villain's name is molek and <laughs> molek is just such an idiot <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh okay this is one of the great great zoe moments uh let's let's act out a scene Ooh yes where? so i will play the narrator and the suits you can play zoe page okay. 299 will saw she was looking and sat up straighter tightening the knot of his tie it was silver and black in a pattern that reminded zoe of chainmail. afraid to so much as loosen it for comfort's sake as if his suits and ties were the source of all his powers then the idea hit her all at once zoe said Andre, is there any chance your crazy designer brother Trey would know who Molek uses as a tailor? There was a pause, as if Andre was trying to process this nonsense question. Your words sound like you're making a joke, but your face is all serious. I am serious. Zoe, the dude doesn't even wear shirts. Why would he have a tailor on staff? He doesn't have one on staff. That's my point. But he's had to hire one within the last few weeks, or maybe even the last few hours. Why? Zoe made an exasperated sound. <sighs> to make him a supervillain costume, duh. Both Andre and Will started to make some dismissive joke, then stopped themselves. Zoe continued. Come on, you think he's going to carry out his flamboyant terror attack on the world in ripped blue jeans and a backward baseball cap? No, he needs a suit, and I guarantee you there's nobody in that building capable of creating one that wouldn't look like a child made it. I bet whoever he hired, they've been inside the headquarters for a fitting, and that Molek has talked to them as recently as last night. And then if you flip a little bit farther, farther <laughs> down down the page is to page 303, right, right at the bottom. They're at the uh, designer's headquarters which has been blown up no surprise by Molek of course no surprise but the computers are okay which means Zoe has the line you think the design for Molek's suit is in is on one of them Bud said reckon so what good does that do us he wasn't asking that as a rhetorical question he was asking Zoe honestly wanting her to tell him what good it would do she turned to Andre if we got a copy of the plans for the suit could Trey make us a replica Trey can make anything what's your plan wouldn't Molek hate it 
if he spent weeks having a custom outfit made for him, his coming out party and then somebody showed up wearing the same thing. Yes! <laughs> oh. I love how intensely this book is like, did you know that toxic masculinity turns you into a weak little diva? <laughs> oh my gosh, every time he's talking about like weak uh, strength takes from the weakness and I'm like, okay, you do realize you have implants. <laughs> Yeah, like you are a scrawny little white boy who just happened to have implants. Well, and also like, like he freaks the crap out when Andre <laughs> shows up in a matching costume. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's this whole play. It's like what? What? It reminds me of that scene with Ronan and um, <laughs> Star Lord in Guardians uh-huh. of the Galaxy. Dance off, you and me, right, right now. now. What? Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> like this book is like very Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy, but set on Earth. And yeah. The suits are so good. I oh love the my suits. Gosh. It's like it's so action packed while being like very weird. Like that mm-hmm. same Guardians of the Galaxy feel. Yeah. The yeah, same yeah. kind of like. Um, there's a few different books kind of like that. Yeah, I feel like to David Wong is pretty much as good as Ryan Gaddis at plot twists. Yeah. But whereas Gaddis, it's like he he kind of like tricks you into thinking you know which way this is going. Right. But when you see the plot twist, you're like, I feel so stupid because right. it doesn't feel exterior to the story. It's like, yeah, I had all this info. I just didn't, didn't care use it. it. Whereas <laughs> yeah. David Wong's plot twists are like, and then someone did something so radically stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like but all of them are like, no, I couldn't have possibly like thought of that. Like this was just. Like the cat jumping through the hologram where you're like, well, oh, <laughs> and I, oh, and this is life. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the types of things that like randomly happen in life that make them like life plot twisty. Like, it's not all kind of thought up. It's more just kind of happens. Yeah. Life isn't, isn't really a plot twist in that sense. Yeah. Like, life has a few plot twists, like, but a yeah. lot of things are like events. Yeah. There's very few things in life where you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Like <laughs> all the information was there. Uh. And Molech is just so weak and fragile. Oh my goodness. He's just, he's so annoying. And th- I mean, okay. <laughs> we really, we really did get a book that just highlights the homoeroticism of extreme masculinity. Yeah. Because <laughs> where are their shirts? <laughs> And I like that they have suspenders, but they're just like on their hips. Yeah, just <laughs> like they just they're off their shoulders. They're not doing anything. Yeah, they just like they're there for style. Yeah. And wearing <laughs> ball caps with the uh tips pointed in various directions and I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> oh. That's very Mhm. Yeah. That's exactly something Chet Campbell would come up with. Oh my god, Chet Campbell. Oh, just the name Molek too. It's just it's the <laughs> It's just weird. Also, Zoe dealing with Will Blackwater, who, Will Blackwater, oh what a good gray yes. character. Yes. All the suits feel like good gray characters, yeah. but Will Blackwater is chef's like, kiss. <laughs> is really up there. Yeah. Also, Echo consistently outshining Zoe by being too hot. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and she's like, she done it again. Yeah. She upstaged me again. <laughs> it's like, she could have had the decency to dress down. Oh, crap. She was trying to. She <laughs> her version of dress down. She's like, and that's when I realized she had. Yeah. <laughs> she slid in on her knees. That bitch was trying to yeah, upstage, upstage me. me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think it's your leg. Like, yeah. She's sitting there. 
and Zoe's so beautifully imperfect. She's sitting there oh. thinking Echo's trying to upstage her when her <laughs> bone is sticking straight up. Like, I think Echo's concerned um, about your I think life. Echo's concerned for you. <laughs> I'm not anxious. I'm just concerned. Concerned. Oh. Oh, this is one. This is a, a Will Blackwater quote. Um right mm-hmm. i think so yes it is i just need to make sure um you'll know that humans aren't cut out for anything we cut ourselves out slowly with a rusty knife oh <laughs> that's awesome it's so good i love will willie <laughs> will blackwater who accidentally tripped and fell on the water gun and <laughs> ruined their plan to overthrow the korean government <laughs> what happened to that guy Ask him. <laughs> Will's like, hello, hello, there's me, I'm clumsy. Oh, that's a lot to pay for a clean conscience. A clean conscience is expensive. It's the reason most men have to live paycheck to paycheck. Oh, what a mood. It's just, I'd never expect to be highlighting a lot mm-hmm. in like David Wong books. Never expect it. <laughs> every time. And then every time I'm like, oh, this is all gold. Yeah. Like I either put, like I either do it because it's just so funny. Like I actually laughed out loud. Yeah, so funny. Or because I'm like, this was to me. Or because it was just like gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly. Weirdly gorgeous. Well, okay. My favorite thing. One of my favorite things that I, I hadn't heard in anything else was the DQ. Yeah. Which is, yeah. quote, you know how you get ice cream from Dairy Queen and it's always got that little curl at the top? What's the first thing you, you do when they hand it to you? You bite it off. Right. You can't resist it. Back when we were doing uh, the job we used to do before this, <laughs> the DQ was the equivalent of that. Something you knew the enemy would go for first thing. See how we got the speakers sitting right there? We're trying to keep the crowd sparse around it. That's why. So, like, the idea of a DQ being, like, yeah. your intended target because of the Dairy Queen curl, I'm like, I'm like, oh, oh my goodness. These I love it. Nerds. Oh, They all, like, have actual, like, they have such human thoughts. It's kind of funny. Like, because that's something that, like, we would come up with <laughs> in your car. Yeah. <laughs> like. Well, that sounds like something. Well, I mean, I'm sure we're going to end up using it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like. Definitely. We need a bit. Like, we needed better DQ for the scene. <laughs> and it's like, what's the DQ for the scene? You need the thing the audience keeps their eyes on the whole time. Yeah. So you can move the set. You need the, um, the f- oh, ooh, French drop. Curl. <laughs> oh, French drop. French mm-hmm. drop. Oh, beautiful. Also, can I just say. I love the point where um, they're holding Zoe's mom hostage or like they have her in the coffin and then Andre and Bud call the (laughs) assassin's mom. Yeah. (laughs) Andre and Bud call the assassin and and then like um, his mom is with them Mm -hmm. and it's just it's so funny because um Oh, like I this found is it. a little ex- ex- excerpt. The large woman sitting with the with the pair said, "Charlie, what in the hell are you doing?" Cools froze. He said, "Mom, <laughs> where are you?" Cools growl. Cools growing alarmed said, "If you so much as touch her, you'll." But interrupted. We're not gonna touch anybody, and in fact, we just paid off our student loans. No, I reckon all we're gonna do is sit here, me, Andre, and your mama. 
and watch you and watch <clears throat> you bury this nice woman alive. <laughs> Cools' mother's arms eyes went wide. What did he just say, Charlie? What have you gotten yourself wrapped <laughs> up in? Show me what's in that hole right now. Mom, Mom get, get off here. I'm at work. I'll explain later. <laughs> You're at work? What kind of work are you doing exactly? That don't look like Nordstrom. <laughs> Charlie, if you don't go dig up if you don't go dig that woman up right this minute, I'll make you wish you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like her. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, that that section where Melinda Ash is, is like, we think of people who have too many cats to take care of as crazy hoarders, yes. but what about money? Yes. Like he had more oh. money than he could spend. He's just another hoarder, and I'm like, yes. Eat the rich. Eat the, the rich. rich. <laughs> it's like uh, when Apple came out with that thousand dollar MacBook display, and the most popular tweet was. What a cool looking guillotine. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, there are just there's so many like crazy good quotes. And Both so many crazy things. Yeah. Yeah, like also I feel like David Wong has an obsession with like burritos mm-hmm. appearing and just like food appearing in things that they aren't supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Like it happens in John Dies. It happens in this book. Yeah, it happens I think it happens in this book is full of spiders. I haven't read what the hell did mm-hmm. I just read yet. Yeah. But yeah, he has an obsession with burritos. He has burritos. <laughs> he has a bit of an obsession with like which I think is definitely not something I would want to read in every book, mm-hmm. but an obsession with the way that like being a human being, specifically having a GI tract, like will ruin your day. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's so much about yeah. life that it's just like oh. this would be different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also like how well he does capturing the voice of like really hyper masculine people and yeah. then just shutting them down and it's very fight club in the like yeah very except for way less subtle yeah like there's no subtlety about molek like no no none at all <laughs> no 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 oh <laughs> um this is when they were talking about um armando and zoe hooking up the night before mm-hmm. <laughs> and um so so she said um that she had noticed scars on his back from like a surgery having mm-hmm. to do with the whole plot of the story the the superhuman implants yes yes exactly um and so um this is where i'm starting i had to see him with his shirt off to make sure the scars were there but armando was clearly trying to craft a response but interrupted his own thoughts saying is that the only reason we... Zoe said, no, of course not. Can't a girl have more than one reason for doing a thing? Will said, I'd argue that's the norm. He <laughs> thought, then said, hold on. You saw the radon scars while you were getting undressed, but then instead of running out of the room and calling someone, you just kept going? Eh, by that point, I was willing to, I was willing to risk it. <laughs> Will, the statue of David could sue his abs for copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh! Uh, this is this is from Zoe realizing that Molek is gonna attack the tower full of homeless people, yeah. like uh, Squatterville. The bullies she'd known didn't take on other bullies; they got high off easy wins. In the wake of any slow developing disaster that hits the news, a hurricane or a flood or a war, there's this infuriating thing that Zoe always heard people say about the victims. Why didn't those people just get out of there when they knew what was coming? Why are they so stubborn? Infuriating, of course, 
because of the blithe presumption that everyone actually has somewhere to go. Yes. (sighs) (laughs) All these people relevant to COVID-19 who are just like, we're going to just wait this out in our summer house. And I'm like, you're what now? Yeah. Huh? (laughs) I have a summer house. It's called my all the time house. I have one place to live. It's called my always house. It's an apartment. I don't have a summer house. (laughs) It's called a tent. I go camping in the summer. (laughs) When forced. Yes. Yes. Oh, I just, the use of italics Mm -hmm. in in these books is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like the use of expression you just know exactly how they're saying it in your head. Oh yeah, and and some font shifts. There's some really. Yeah. I love Rodzilla with an L and the A are too small. <laughs> oh my god, it's such a John Mulaney yeah. moment. <laughs> Big ass R. Big ass O and O. D I L. How many letters are left? Little A. Little L. Maybe put the A kind of above that L. She knew it was Molek because he had the word Molek tattooed on his back. And I'm just like, it's all those, like, stupid guys with their own name. Yeah. And I'm like, you morons. Oh, my goodness. Get, like, like, I think it's a bad idea to get anyone's name that isn't, like, your child on your body. But the worst of the bad ideas is, of course, your own name. Yes. Like, why? Yeah. It... (laughs) Oh gosh, I don't understand. And it's not even technically his real name. No, it's well, it's his alien. I'm glad he didn't get Chet on his back. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is also a quote from like the very beginning, twelfth awesome. page. Oh, beautiful! That I just like <laughs> absolutely. Lo- I think it's the first thing that I. Nope, I highlighted something way earlier. Okay, <clears throat> this is on like a. This is during a chase, and she's on, like, a frozen lake. Mm -hmm. So, okay. She was about 10 feet from the shore when she heard the ice below her shatter once and for all. She was in free fall, the world gone beneath her feet. It happened in slow motion. First, she felt the stabbing freeze of the ice water swallowing her feet, then her calves, then her knees, then the bitter, frigid depths engulfed her knees, and then her knees... (laughs) This was when Zoe realized the water was this close to shore was only knee deep. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I love how dramatic it is. Yep. The bitter, frigid depths engulfed her knees, then her knees. (laughs) And the whole reason she's being chased is because this group has found out that she is the heiress to the entire Livingston estate, which is like billions of dollars. So it's very much like, you wake up one day and you're someone else. That being the premise of the book is the only thing that led us into the movie. Oh, it's so good. Freaky Friday starring Jamie Lee Curtis and Lizzie Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I, I don't think that topped my night at the opera transition, but it was pretty no, decent. It was a good that, that was <laughs> the peak of transitions in yeah. this podcast. I hope so. <laughs> Freaky Friday. Mm. Let's talk about it. I mean, futuristic violence in fancy suits. Can't recommend it high enough. Oh, yeah. Buy it. Read it. Super weird, but significantly less weird than John dies at the end. So, yeah. like, it's a good... Yeah. No, it's definitely... It feels less, like, plot adventure and more just adventure. Like, John dies at the end feels like the plot is going on an adventure. <laughs> well, that, that too. But also, like, 
it's less gross. Like there's yeah. like they don't use the F bomb in it at all oh, in this book. Yeah. Like it's it's geared a little bit more mainstream. Yeah. Whereas John dies at the end is a bit more aggressive. So if you're <laughs> aggressive. Yeah. She turned into snakes. So yeah. if you're feeling like <laughs> this is a great intro. Yeah. yeah. Freaky Friday. So perfect. So good. I saw that movie ten times in the theater. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> like so that movie hits me where I live. I am so aware of how problematic the romantic subplot is. Yes. <laughs> I do not We're get, all aware. I do not it's care. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's cute that he's in love with her soul. But yeah. like eh, uh, um, a little weird. <laughs> so if you're unfamiliar with Freaky Friday and somehow you can still get this podcast under the rock you're living under. Yes. Uh <laughs> A mom and a daughter who have very little in common switch bodies late Thursday night and wake up on Friday as each other. Yep. 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 A a very, very um That's that's the whole plot. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> the premise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's an older version of it that's a little more slapsticky. This is more like sitcom y yeah. in meaning like situational comedy. Right. As opposed to slapstick. Right. And so many scenes, as you could imagine from a movie I saw ten times in the theater. Yes. Uh, I can quote verbatim. It's great. Oh. It's one of my talents. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Bates. Elton Bates from Griffith High School. You asked me, I'm my mom, to the prom, and she turned you down. So now you're taking it out on her daughter, aren't you? Aren't you? (laughs) Oh. Oh, come on. It was a high school dance. You have got to let it go and move on, man. And if you don't, I'm sure the school board would love to hear your pathetic vendetta against an innocent student. And by the way, Elton, she had a boyfriend, and you were weird. <laughs> and you were weird. <laughs> that is definitely not oh. the longest scene I can quote from him. No. <laughs> <But> <laughs> uh, that whole, the whole scene where the teacher tells her she's not qualified, that is seriously overreaching. <laughs> How? Oh that was a college-level analysis. analysis. And you're qualified to make that assessment, as a matter of fact? I most I'm certainly am. That is also how I feel on Facebook. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no, this is a, an objective perspective. Like, yeah. this is an, a non-biased... P- and you're qualified to make that assessment, as a matter of fact? I most certainly am. <laughs> yes! Because <laughs> oh. I went to college. <laughs> That's a perfect movie. Jamie Lee Curtis is perfect yeah. in that movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, so is Lindsay Lohan, but I feel like Lindsay Lohan has the easier role because she gets to play the, she gets to play it straight. Yeah. Like, she just has to have, like, stick up her butt. Yeah. Act like a mom who's stuck in high school. It's perfect. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis has to be 15. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. It's, yeah, it's so good. I just, I love... Rock out, mom. Yes. Getting a new haircut. Getting a new haircut. Getting the Stevie <laughs> Nicks makeover. Yeah. Well, also her on the um, on the talk show. Yeah. Is so good. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Uh, Why do you think adults are so tired? Because of the busy and hectic. And you want to know why adults are so tired all the time? Because they spend all their time doing things they don't really have to do. Like, look. Like the cooking? Have you never heard of takeout? And cleaning? Let's not and say we did. <laughs> Quality time with your kids. Leave, Leave them alone. alone. <laughs> they like it. 
Oh. It's like, it's mm. such a perfect movie. Also, Jamie Lee Curtis actually playing the guitar solo. Yeah. For the band. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my goodness. I think uh. that scene, th- that movie is why I'll, I've always wanted a Telecaster. Yeah. Do I mind that fact? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're formed by what we're formed by. <laughs> Our experiences enhance us. <laughs> and you know what? You would see a movie twice because it was out. You would not see a movie upwards of 50 times, at least. Yeah. At least over the course of my life. Yeah. If it didn't connect with you in some deeper spiritual way. Yes, of course. Also, Chad Michael Murray singing uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a flawless scene. Yes, Uh, of course. I mean, very weird, but flawless. Oh, definitely. (laughs) And the little brother. I love the little brother. Oh, yeah. No, you may not use the power tools. Yes, I would consider consider the lawnmower to be a power, power tool. tool. <laughs> I just, I love their relationship. Yeah. They're so good, the, the brother and sister. Yeah. It's very, like, realistic older sister, younger brother. Yeah. Like, very realistic. Yeah. Which is, is fun. And it's fun to see that transition once they've switched bodies and like how uh-huh. utterly confused he is by <laughs> yeah. how his mom is acting and how his sister's acting it's great <laughs> yeah i know that's that's a fun thing to remember in like any movie where there's any type of switching bodies or anything because oh. it's happened quite a few times y- um, yes yeah <laughs> common trope yes and um it's weird to think about how like the people close to them like, they couldn't possibly think they actually switched bodies. Like, that's not a thing that happens yeah. in real life. N- and so <laughs> We hope not. And so when it happens, they're just incredibly confused. Yeah, it's it's like, like in Parent Trap where it's like they don't assume they're twins right yeah. away. And it's like, yeah, because in real life people don't separate their yeah. twins. Because that would be insane. insane. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. What? No. Because that's not a thing. That's like... <laughs> That's a thing you might do if you were giving both up for adoption. Yeah. That is not a thing you would do if you were key. You wouldn't be like, oh, I'll keep one. <laughs> You'll get the other. Oh, it's perfect. There's two of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of prenup is that? Yeah. That's not a thing. That's not. <laughs> so no. the whole body switching thing, like, they don't even realize what's going on right yeah. away. Because it's like. That's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> and the daughter's like, we should go to the hospital. And the mom's like, obviously not. Yeah. All they're going to do is put us on a saline drip. It's not going to matter. I don't think this is a medical thing. <laughs> selfless love will change you back. Okay. Take a deep breath. Think selfless thoughts. Are you being selfless? Yeah, I'm being selfless. <laughs> being selfless. <laughs> uh, the, the, the speech the daughter in the mom's body gives at the end. Gets me every time. Yes. Very good speech. And also, like, I don't know if you've had the, I don't know if you've had this experience Mm -hmm. as much, but I definitely have, like, working with uh, theater, theater, my especially. Mm -hmm. But, like, every now and then, someone who has been acting super immature, like, steps up to bat, and I'm just like, oh, my God. (laughs) It's like, like, you get to see them level up. Oh, my. Lord. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like it's amazing because it's like I did not think that person was capable of stepping up to the plate like that. Yeah, you can hear the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect, and that's that's always so fun. Yeah. So to see a movie where that happens, 
the stepdad is great. All the characters yes. are really great in this movie. Yes. Like even Jake is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I Yes. I also am trying to remind myself that he's like eighteen. Yeah. And so like definitely in the age bracket where like mom crush is definitely a thing. Yeah. But also not creepy for him to date a fifteen year old. Yeah. Like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, no, like that's just eh. <laughs> Maybe because also we live in Hawaii where it's like, look, five year age difference is about where we start to think it's weird. Yeah. Like if he's 20. Eh, and like where the age difference is kind of like matters. Too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like 15 and 20 is much weirder than like 18, 18 and, and whatever the other what number is. 23. 18 and add five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. Totally, totally. Yeah. Well, and 20 and 25, in a lot of ways, is weirder to me than 18 and 23. Yeah. Because 20 and 25, I'm like, how do you guys interact? Like, yeah. Like, where do you <laughs> meet? Whereas, yeah. like, 18 and 23, they might have had a class together in college yeah. or something. It's yeah. like, okay, plausible, plausible. Makes sense. Makes sense. Cool, 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 cool. No doubt, yeah. no doubt, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> when what you see is what you lack then selfless love will change you back. <laughs> Are you being selfless? <laughs> yeah, I'm being selfless. <laughs> oh, I mm. love... Ugh, that might be my favorite moment in the movie is when the stepdad is like about to call off his wedding because he thinks his fiance doesn't think he likes her kids. Yeah. Like, huh. like you didn't think I wanted to be a dad. Like, you yeah. thought I wasn't gonna... And she's just like... And I... Oh, oh sorry! <laughs> I'm going to go Whoopsie. play my guitar and think on my sins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am, I mean, ain't that the feels? <laughs> yeah. I'm oh. going to go play on my guitar and think about what I've done wrong. Yeah. It's kind of like the characters and like just loving all of the characters so much and just all the characters being genuinely, genu- genuinely so good. Mm-hmm. Reminds me a lot about like of the mummy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I had a thought the other day. This is related to The Mummy, but not to Freaky Friday. Go ahead. The cast of The Mummy could absolutely do National Treasure. The cast of National Treasure could not do The Mummy. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Like, I can just see Brendan Fraser crossing his arms and being like, I'm going to steal it. I'm going to steal it. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) I love those movies. They're so weird. Like, oh, gosh. I love a wacky premise. Yeah. Because I feel like, especially if you're doing a comedy, the wackier the premise, the better. Because a premise that's kind of too close to real life ends up being oftentimes a little offensive. Yeah. Whereas, like, a really wacky premise, you can do kind of whatever. Yeah. So an example is, like, all these engagement movies I don't find very funny. Uh Like, meet any variety of a meet the parents movie. Right. So not just the film, meet the parents, but like father of the bride, like the whole genre. I'm like, okay, because it's a real thing. Yeah. And so often the situation feels too elevated. Yeah. But when it's the situation itself, that's weird. Yeah. Not the character's reaction to it. Yeah. You have so much, it's so much easier to write jokes for a situation where it's like, this whole situation is bizarre. These people are actually acting pretty normal. Yeah, when it's given when the it's, circumstances. When it's not that the situation is normal, the people are acting weird. When it's situation is weird, people are acting normal mm-hmm. to a weird thing, which makes everything weird. Yeah, it's like it's <laughs> still weird. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, our parents separated us at what now? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Several months old? Like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Like, they just. 
Did they flip a coin? How did this happen? Uh, yeah. How did they choose? Yeah. <laughs> Are we even sure they got the right one? Have we been going by the wrong name this whole time? <laughs> like, what the? Yeah. What, what the? <laughs> so, like, that's I bet perfect. the dad was like, Haley sounds like an American name. I'm sure that's what happened. <laughs> like, that sounds like a cowgirl name. Come here. Come here. We're this one's mine. Yeah. Oh. Let's go. Yeah. Raise a vineyard. Do you remember his name? The Who? dad's name? Because I don't, but I feel like it comes later in the alphabet than the mom's name, so maybe they just yeah. alphabetized him. <laughs> Nick. His name is Nick. Yeah, Nick. So Nick, Nick. took Haley because Elizabeth Nick James Nick. got to pick first, so she took Annie. Yeah. <laughs> Which is insane. Yes. We, You body switch with your mom the day of your first big rock audition and her rehearsal dinner. That premise is wacky enough. Yes. We don't need to add any... <laughs> Oh my goodness. Ugh, the sister showing up to the little brother's parent teacher conference is comedy gold. Yes. <laughs> Stealing the Declaration of Independence. Independence. Comedy gold. <laughs> yes. My mom was like, oh, this would never happen. And I'm like, that's the point. That's. <laughs> I'm like, they're not saying that this is how you would steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> I certainly hope. Well, and I love. <laughs> okay, for that movie, just the techie guy not immediately realizing Valley Forge when he reads Valley yeah. Frog. Yeah. I'm like, I love how you found the dumbest, not historically aware person you could find in America uh, to be yes. your hacker. Yes. See, he could play Jonathan, but Nicolas Cage could not play Rick. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And wow. Rachel Weisz could absolutely play the blonde girl. Oh, yeah. No problem. No problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. smart. <laughs> leader of a museum kind of i can't remember exactly what she does yeah, but that's she works, the she main works at pre- the, uh, preface she works at the uh muse- library and museum of antiquities like yeah they have yeah they have an antiquities museum attached yeah. to a library yeah which makes sense given the era yeah and like actually if you go to most older museums they have a really big library section right. which i guess makes sense like Let's put the expensive stuff with the book nerds. They're defensive and they're up late. <laughs> Don't need to hire security if you've got enough nerds. <laughs> oh, yeah, correct. I think I think that too. I, you get more interesting human stories if that makes yeah. sense. If you like, can come up with a wacky situation. Definitely. But your people are acting pretty normal. You can get at a lot of like what makes people tick much yeah. more than if you have a normal situation where you have someone overreact because yeah. it, it feels like an overreaction. It doesn't quite jive right and like one of the moments that's a good example of that is like in lemonade mouth where the one girl's like insisting on protesting the removal of yeah the li- and everyone else is just like <laughs> okay i cannot believe you dragged us down here <laughs> we are so mad at each other we're mad at you like this it's isn't funny it's raining <laughs> yeah it's like that moment could have been played for laughs but it wasn't because yeah. it wasn't weird enough yeah but her spitting on the jock is weird. <laughs> like you have to yeah. find something that's like elevatedly weird. Yeah. Situationally not um not in like, oh, this person is acting wackadoodle. Yeah. It's like it's not as funny. I don't yeah. think. So agreed. Freaky Friday. Hilarious. And you know what? So good. In an alternate universe where there's body switching, I'll forgive the weird boyfriend situations. I just yeah. Not, I forgive it. Not it's that it's unproblematic, but that like guys in th- in this universe, yeah, <laughs> that's apparently a thing. Like, 
I will say that character is probably the best character in all of cinematic history at vibe checks because he's just like oh i do not vibe with this at all yeah (laughs) and then the next day when it's like oh they're back it's like okay 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 it's almost like twilight imprinting level of vibe checking yeah i love it oh my gosh (laughs) oh yeah all right super clean smooth transition to our music (laughs) last night on earth by noah and the whale hey Oh. oh, wait, one more one more quote from Freaky Friday, because it's perfect. Okay, don't forget that when we switch from the verse to the chorus, we go from CCD to CDC. You play notes? You play notes? <laughs> I just thought we could play in the key of rock. <laughs> Me every Friday lesson. I just thought we could play in the key of rock. <laughs> Me every time I use the names of chords for ukulele <laughs> chords, and people are like, you play notes? <laughs> you play notes? <laughs> yeah. Anywho's all. Music time. Let's um, get it. Okay. So, like, all of it, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Noah and the Whale is really was, because they, they are on semi, they're on permanent hiatus, which is like, mm-hmm. they broke up, but it sounds like it was amicable, so who knows? We could get a reunion. Right. But they're really good at, like, this is an album. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote an album that is enhanced by listening to it cover to cover. Yeah, it feels like a full piece. Mm-hmm. Ugh, this album is so good. I always, I, I think I listen to Heart of Nowhere slightly more often. Mm-hmm. That is an unjustified decision on my part because <laughs> I like all of the songs on this album yeah. more. I think that's why I listen to it a little less as an album. Yeah. Because like, all these songs just slap so hard. Yeah. Like you can't, it doesn't. St- yeah, this <laughs> sounds so weird, but it doesn't stop slapping. Yeah, <laughs> the slaps start coming and they don't stop coming. <laughs> uh, uh, life is life is a great song. Yes, tonight, of course. Tonight's the kind of night. Tonight's the kind of night. I play that song every time I'm on an airplane. Yeah, that makes sense. Like that's my airplane taking off song. Yeah. You know, so that it can be in a music video. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Of course I do. Yeah. Absolutely. I listen to Passion Pit every time I'm on a plane. It's not what Passion Pit sounds like. You guys should listen to them. They're really good. Yes. Yeah. Noah and the Whale Noah and the Whale is so good. And this this is their like least sad album, I think. Mm-hmm. It's very I don't know how else to describe it, but just vibing. Mm. You really, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's the violins. It's that like yeah. s- that type of string vibration. I'm just I like, just, mm, I, I love vibe. violin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every oh. so many songs with violins. I'm just like, no, I love this. Yeah, I'm just like, this is perfect. Just me before we met is like the cutest song ever because mm. it's the 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 song is a guy and a girl looking at photos of their younger selves and just the explanation is always oh that's just me before we met yeah and i'm like "Ah, (sighs) i love it it's so good life goes on or more appropriately (laughs) l-i-f-e-g-o-e-s-o-n perfect song also a great litmus test Uh. for whether your friends really accept you for who you are because if you play that song and they say Anything with an expletive, except for this slaps. <laughs> you know that yeah. maybe they're not weird enough yet. Yeah. Because it uh, slaps. It really slaps. 
This will not surprise you, but uh, Ethan introduced me to this band. That makes incredible sense. Yeah. <laughs> D- does it? Yes. But, like, I also, I feel like I'm always in the mood for this, usually. Mm-hmm. Like, a majority of the time, mm-hmm. if this comes on, I'm not skipping it. Oh, my God, yeah. No. <laughs> I don't think I've ever skipped one of these songs. Ooh, mm-hmm. I do occasionally skip the line. Mm, yes. But that's if it comes up, like, unexpectedly, and yeah. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm not ready to go there. I'm not ready. But Wild Thing, I never skip. Oh, no. Wild Thing is like exact but also opposite energy of Hosier. <laughs> like, my forest nymph came back. I'm so confused. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. It's perfect. <laughs> like, the girl from a real people do just stumbled into like friggin' yes. Glasgow. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um,. I will say the one of the like most intense friend breakups I had, because you know what, friend breakups are a lot worse than relationship breakups, because mm-hmm. also nobody expects it. Yes. Um, I listened to their album First Days of Spring a lot, which, as it turns out, was about one of the band members leaving. Oh. Like. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is a perfect friend breakup yeah. album, and like the first words of one of the songs is, "I have nothing, I have no one, I've been so quickly set free," and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." So, I mean, all of their albums are just s- so good. Yes. So many violins, great repetitive oh, stuff, violins. lots of lots of repeats. Yeah. But the the new words are good too. Mm-hmm. Like Kings of Leon goes too far with the repeating the same thing. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Y'all need about three times more new words. Mm-hmm. This is not a green eggs and ham situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that I think about mm-hmm. it, Noah and the whale might be a green eggs and ham situation. We use five words, all of them very well. <laughs> they do do it very well. So I mean. And again, I'm just, I'm a sucker for a good violin. Mm -hmm. I really am. Ooh, I cannot even begin to describe how much I like violin, piano, guitar, drums. I'm like, hello, high harmonies over the top of like a a normal melody, like a melody that feels like it's in a normal range. Yeah. Uh, I don't have enough words. They feel like the Delgados too, Mm -hmm. which as you know, is like, I can't get enough of the Delgados. Yeah. But they're easier to listen to. That yeah. makes sense. Like sometimes I'm like, I'm not feeling smart enough for this. Yeah. No, they're they're very like easy to listen to and just kind of jam out to. Yeah. And they mix well with a lot of different types of yeah. songs. Like, like there's it's such like a playlist. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, it's a great like playlist mortar. Yeah. Like yeah. just you need a transition yeah. from like taking back Sunday to yeah. the oh hellos. No on the way. <laughs> right right there. <laughs> it's like the perfect transitioning yeah. album. It is. Just pick any song. Yeah. Just most songs. Almost every song, because even there's songs that are like chill. Yeah. The lyrics will, will do the work yeah. for you. And I'm like, convenient. Hey. Yeah. I, th- I think Last Night on Earth is my favorite album. Yeah. First Days of Spring is so, so freaking good. But it's very much like a y'all are about to go on a journey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not yeah. necessarily a journey you want to go on. Yeah. So like, hmm. yeah. This might not be fun for you. Yeah, it's very cathartic yeah. if you need catharsis. Yeah. Other times, it's like, mm, small doses, small yeah. doses, except for Love of an Orchestra, which is yeah, perfect. Always. <laughs> Always perfect. Always. Yeah. 
I love I love nostalgic music that's like, oh man, things were that way back then. Yeah. Instead of like things were so good, just like they man. were like that. Wow. That was, was what how it was. that was. <laughs> yeah. It was what it was. It was what it was. The machine is how it is. Yeah, you know. Today's today, tomorrow's tomorrow. I love that vibe. <laughs> like yeah. give it to me. Yes. <laughs> hey Rory. Quick question. Uh what's your what's your wreck? My wreck? I have actually kind of three wrecks, but they're gonna be short. Go I for promise. It. It's actually a book, a movie, and a thing. Okay, go for it. I was going to say music, but I I didn't mean music. Um, Okay. (laughs) So, first of all, book um, is Cat's Cradle Mm -hmm. by Kurt Vonnegut. I was making sure I got the position of the words right in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cat's Cradle by Kurt Vonnegut. It's very good. It's about, um, about like, the person who built, who was, like, the father, Mm -hmm. in quotation marks, of, like, the atomic bomb yeah and um and it's about like human stories around that and it's mm-hmm. just it's interesting like it's a writer um in like in the story there's a writer trying to interview like people around this guy's life who like created the atomic bomb and he gets in touch with like his youngest kid and kind of in touch with his other two kids but not really mm-hmm. um and like his like best friend and um yeah it's just it's interesting and it's short and easy to read and has some like fun things in it secondly (coughs) and this is like a pretty kind of obvious one but i just recently watched it somehow um goodwill hunting Mm -hmm. i just enjoyed it a lot so (laughs) i figured i'd mention it and thirdly um looking at stars Oh, that's a really good one. It's really fun. Stargazing. Yeah, Yeah. like watching things happen. It doesn't necessarily have to be stars. It can be like sunrise, sunset. Mm. Stars is like where my peak hits. But like... Oh, yeah, definitely. For a while, the stars were gone in my backyard. And like... That sentence is so good and sad. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I said it. I'm like, oh, boy. And um, so they just recently came back. The stars came back. And so, um, mm-hmm. we have a little like porch, like deck thing, right outside my window. So I can like I'll just climb out my window, and lay on the table, with like a pillow, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it like the view is framed perfectly by like tree branches and light, like those artsy lights. It's really yeah. s- like surreal ish. I've been there. I've I've stargazed a little bit there with you, and it is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, so. and the t- trees get like just keep getting taller it's crazy but you need to stop saying these super artistic (laughs) sentences but go on (laughs) Uh, but yeah i just i put on my headphones and i listen to like no one in the way would be a perfect thing to listen to but yeah i just listen to music and watch stars and stuff and it's usually colder outside oh my god so it's kind of nice yeah yeah Yeah, because in hawaii it's <laughs> mm. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I like that a lot. What is your wreck of the week? Well, my wreck. 
you're wrecked. Yeah. It's not of the week. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. You know, can give bigger homework assignments. That's true. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> now that we won't be here next 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 week or next two weeks, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Yeah, uh, I've got a couple surprise. Of course, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, let's see. I don't even know where I'm gonna start. Where do I wanna start? Um, I've really been enjoying scrapbooking. That's not what it's I was fun. thinking of. Yeah, it's very fun. Um, sure. Mm, okay. So I have a couple wrecks. One of them is big. One of them is small. Mm-hmm. The big one is discographies. Mm-hmm. So I love deep diving a band where like you listen to every album. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I like to do usually is I'll like if a band's come out with three or four albums, I'll pick one in the middle. Like mm-hmm. I won't ever start with the most recent one because I think I get like a more interesting taste. Yeah. But listening to like a whole dis- discography, especially in order, um, it doesn't matter if you go backwards or forwards. Mm-hmm. It's just so fun. Like, yeah, especially for a band that's been around. Like, the longer the better, obviously. Yeah. But like, oh my gosh, bands like Switchfoot that have yeah. been around since like 1999. I'm like, yeah. yes, their discography is insane. Yeah, I've done that with the um the oh adolescence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Noah and the Whale is a great one to do that with too. Yeah. Like, like the difference between. First days of spring and last night on Earth is incredible. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is the Marble Olympics or Gel's Marble hmm. Runs, which is the only sport we have. Oh. <laughs> um, but it's so good. I was like, I put it on, like, kind of expecting to be like, okay, this isn't my. But it's so not tongue in cheek. Like, it's so dead serious. Oh my gosh. That it's perfect. <laughs> I like and it. And I'm like caught <laughs> up in it. I'm just like, this is everything I need right now. Oh, wow. It's, yeah. So, Marbula One is a great place to start if you've never watched okay. the Marble Olympics. Uh, cause there's a qualifier and then the race okay. and it's just, it's commentated on like an actual, r- like, like it's a race right? because it is right. Of they course. are racing. Of course. <laughs> um, and then I'm, I'm almost done watching the 2019 marble Olympics, which mm. is very fun. So the, mm-hmm. it's a YouTube channel called gels, marble runs, J E L L E. And then marble runs. And it is so good. I don't really like Marbula E because it's sponsored, like big sponsored, mm-hmm. but the other ones are just spectacularly <laughs> good. Um, it's very, fu- like a little fight broke out in the stands one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> um, the, the, the best thing about it is you never see a person. Right. Like, there are no people that appear on this channel. Oh my God. So it's, you see like stop motion filming of marbles fighting. It's perfect. <laughs> so... I love it. So the Marble wow. Olympics and then deep diving discographies is my my dual wrecks. Wow. For this. Those are good. Our closer. Oh. Here's the thing, y'all. We'll come back when Gotham needs us. Yes. <laughs> you, know, you know, whenever that is. Yeah. We don't know yet. No promises, but also no promises. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. today's today, tomorrow's tomorrow. <laughs> hey. L I G O E S. What? <laughs> <laughs> That sounds good. I need to do some stargazing. Mm. Roll credits. Our theme song is Downtown Love by Reese from his EP, It's Okay to Be Sad. This podcast is produced and edited by Heidi. Both Heidi and I do pre-production by reading and watching and listening to all of the things. If you're enjoying the show, leave us a review on the podcast app or get in touch with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at um, spoilers underscore ahead underscore. And we'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm.
because we're still gonna have the logins for that day. It's so fun. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. What? <laughs> Figure it out. My dumbass. <laughs>